Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And right now, Mom and I are up in the studio trying to solve a mystery. <laughs> so we are both holding in our hands a product called Thread Heaven, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just, I, we each have one. And thread heaven. And we have our and they're old ones. Well, I've got oh, a new one here. Give me the all to get the old one out. Okay. Okay. Thread heaven is a thread conditioner, and it it uh it okay this. Like an People know what beeswax is, I assume, right. when you do hand sewing and you put your thread through beeswax. Well, Thread Heaven came up um, as an invention, uh, I don't know, 15 years ago maybe or something. Yeah. And um, the one thing that was nice about it is you could run your thread through it and then just take your finger and run your, you know, take off the excess if there was any. I don't know if anyone, a lot of people don't know this about beeswax, but you aren't supposed to just run your thread through the beeswax. You're then supposed to press run it, it, press it right under a, you know, you put it in a. Like under, a pre, uh, with a pressing with cloth. The pre uh -huh. Yeah, right. Fold it in a pressing cloth and then run it through the heat. You're not supposed to use that raw beeswax on okay. your. Okay. So, but. so, so <laughs> this, this stuff's really cool and it keeps your hand sewing threads from tangling. Okay. Right. I think it's dimethicone is what I think yeah. it is. Well, okay. it's super awesome and it lasts forever. And it's like, right. I was, I, we didn't have any in the store. So I went to order it. It only costs like $3. Oh no. And so how, and, and this must be like what I. Forever. Okay, right. okay, but what I, w okay, this I, We should date things. We you know, should. I have my initials on here. Yeah. I should, I should have, I should put the date on something when I get it. Yeah, we should do that because that would be interesting because I remember this as. I date garments when I make them. Yeah. I don't know why, yeah, okay. I remember this product. I would open it and I was little and I kind of like press on it right. and I would think it was cool and like, oh, okay. Like, and I, knew, I didn't really use it like when I was really young, you know, but then. Um, I remembered it having glitter in it. Right. And look, this one does. Right. Okay. And so does the other one. But the new ones don't have glitter in them. So what we think is so maybe we, maybe ours just We don't glitter. know. <laughs> we don't know if it actually originally had glitter in it. Everyone we've ever had has had glitter in it. Okay. But it might have been 
Our personal glitter. You know what? You know who would have done something like this? Put glitter in the thread. Lindsay. Con- li- yes, exactly. I think Lindsay took glitter and put it in the thread conditioner. What do you think? What we know is if you get glitter in your thread <laughs> conditioner, it does not seem to like well, destroy the integrity of it. No, it no, still no. works. It's still it's still great. And I right. w- I actually I must admit that when I opened the new stuff, I was a little disappointed that it didn't have glitter yeah, in because it. Because it's sort of we have like this kind of holographic glitter in it. I don't know. Do you think Lindsay put it in there? I think it's funny that we both are Oh, I'm like, her. Lindsay would take little tweezers and, like, put little bits of glitter in there painstakingly, like, while we weren't in the studio or something. She used to, like, program my sewing machines with messages yes. on them. Yeah, 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 no, she would do that. Okay, yeah. well, that's our, we, we, maybe we should reach out to the makers of Thread Heaven. Well, not only that, but to all of you out there, do you have glitter in your Thread Heaven? Yeah. And if you don't have Thread Heaven, it is a wonderful product. Yeah, we, and, and <laughs> glitter we. Glitter or not. It, it, it like I said. That barely costs anything, and it's awesome. Lasts for apparently at least a decade. Oh yeah, it lasts forever. It doesn't go bad. I actually have some beeswax of yours down in my house right well, I was now. I gonna say I've got some beeswax. It's, it's dry. Years old. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, but up. but beeswax. I mean, beeswax also does last a long time. But yeah, right. you should be pressing your beeswax. But anyway, um, that's our question. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but see, look. Look at the little stars on the packaging. It would lead you to believe that maybe there was glitter Well, in I it. wonder if some people were like, hey, get this out of my thread conditioner. Oh, you know, some people don't like glitter all over their house like we do. This is BS. <laughs> I don't know why not. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on. Lindsay was the one that said, when I grow up, I'm going to have sequin carpet too, Mom. Because <laughs> we often sometimes had sequins all over the carpet. Um. Before we get into today's topic, let's take a message break. Okay. So, Mom, have you ordered your Sew Here box yet? Oh, well, how do I order it? I don't know how. <laughs> well, you can come to the store, okay? Oh. You can well, that come, would be easy for you me. Can, you can come to your own sewing store, and you can order like, this. Do I have to, like, pack my own box and send it to myself? Yeah, I think I'm going to make you pack a lot of boxes, actually. <laughs> oh, I see. And we'll be doing that um, very soon. So now soon. I'm a fulfillment center personality. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> um, you can either come into the store, come to ZD Sewing Studio, or you can go to sewhere.com slash box and order your box, but only through December 7th. Oh, well, that's right away. That's right. And hurry you, up. If you're interested to know what the heck is in the Sew Here box, go back and listen to our uh, bony, okay. bonus I mini Okay, I think this episode. would be a great holiday present for anybody. That's why we like, did it. Would the, this would be like a great Hanukkah thing, and you could split it up and, like, Put, you know, the eight days across the eight days. Well, that's for sure. Okay, well, go back and listen to that mini episode to see, uh, to hear about everything that's in it. And you can go to sewhere.com slash box to see the box, see what's in it, and purchase one for yourself or someone else. Sewing out loud. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? 
And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Today's topic, witches, darts, seams, and curves. What is that? That I. That's what I had in my notes. That Take we could it away. Do that. Take it away, mom. Start. Start talking. Um, I think why why this came up is, a pe- people on um actually the group that that you have started the self sewn uh, wardrobe. wardrobe. Mm-hmm. I don't know the name of it. How you like that? That's because uh, it's yeah. my the gri- self sewn wardrobe. You know, it's really called the self sewn wardrobe with Mallory Donahue. Oh, I thought it was by Mallory Donahue, but anyway. Oh, maybe it is by. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, my Facebook group. <laughs> um, I. You know, they were asking, they, they started asking fitting questions. Yeah. And I thought, do people really understand um, that seams are curved, like princess seams are instead of a dart? Yeah. You know, that, that, that a curve or a curved seam is instead of a dart or in place of a dart or that a dart is in place of a seam. I, yeah, you know, so or why something's curved around the leg and not just straight around the leg or I something think that like that. Something that can kind of help people visualize um why flat patterns look flat. Um, or, or like <laughs> why flat patterns look the way they look. Like imagine yourself like imagine you are standing with your arms out to your side and someone puts like a cylinder around you, right? Okay, right. And so the widest part of your body, the fullest part, which would probably be like your bust, bust your or your hips, right? Or your shoulders, it whatever, would, yeah. It would like touch those parts, right. right? And then you would have to like nip in this magical right. and make, cylinder. And act like the cylinder is like pliable yeah. or, or like net, yeah, yeah, like, okay. Like, like, so you'd, you'd right, have to, like, nip something. it in, and you'd, like, gather, you know, or right. near the back and on your side. So, you know, you don't just and... take a curve, like, maybe at the waistline, which mm-hmm. people do think about, I think. Yeah. You know, that, oh, the you know, because I think in our mind we have that hourglass-type shape. Yeah. And you know, or the... So the, we're kind of working with that in right. our brains, I mean, yeah. everybody sort of... I mean, when you, I guess what I'm thinking is, is when you see a dress form or something, it's always nipped in at the waist. Sure, sure. It's a common place yeah, for it to be, yeah. you know, nipped in. So that's what we at least have in our heads is that, oh, well, yeah, we go in at the waist, but we don't just go in at the waist on the sides. Mm-hmm. We may go in at the waist in the back, too. Yeah. Some of us may go in in the back and not in the front. Some yeah. may go in in the front and not some, we have more of a straight back. Um, and... We don't, you know, my hips are smaller than my bust. Right. So, you know, I, I'm, some people are the other way around. So the cylinder, probably, the cylinder would probably fit my bust and not fit me anyplace else. Sure. The cylinder would go right. up around your bust. And there's a lot of people where it's going to, I have a friend and we used to be like the flip flop of each other. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I think like an eight on top and like a four on the bottom and she was a four on four on the top and an eight on the bottom and I almost knew like if something was gonna fit her. Yeah. Like but we were we exactly, you know, the opposite of each other. And certainly like standing there, you you didn't it wasn't like something visually you saw right away even. Right. We kind of looked the same because we were close to the same size. Right. But um it it's just 
So you, if you want something to be fitted or if you want it to hang a certain way, it can't just be a straight cut you know, or a straight seam. There's going to have to be a curve someplace. Right. If you want it to uh, fit around your butt cheeks, for lack of a better word, it might not be straight across the bottom. It might be curved. Um, same way with an armhole. It's not just a slit. Right. It's curved. It's curved. Right. Mm-hmm. So when people are asking about fitting issues, um, I feel like sometimes people don't always see where they can take things in if there isn't already a seam there. Right. Like Noah's making that vest in the group. Right. And, and you know, <laughs> I didn't want to freak him out. Okay. <laughs> but if he wants a perfect fit on his back. Which not all vests are perfect on their back. And and there's a whole, I can give you a whole vest talk about how vests fit and don't fit or whatever. If you want something to fit perfectly on your back, more than likely you need maybe a center seam. That's, yeah. Or, you know, two princess type seams. And yes, men do have princess type seams. Yeah, men, I think that was a question. I guess we'll call them prince seams. I don't know if we have to worry about, um, you know, pronouns or what or, or... um, but you know it's two fitting seams yeah. instead of darts mm-hmm. or also he could have had a dart now he was having trouble it looked like to me though in the upper area right okay that it was too loose and also it also looked like maybe his neck was too high I don't know if you noticed mm-hmm. that but then again this is a picture so and I wasn't there to yeah um but I've had people say, oh, well, I don't want to seam in the back, but I want it to fit. I don't want it to stick out from my neck. We're not straight, you guys. Yeah, you might need a We seam. might have a little hump there. Some people have a little hump on their neck. Some people have a curve to their back. Your back is not really straight. So a bust dart, and bust darts, I think, are a big mystery to a lot mm. of people. Especially okay. location. That's exactly what I was going to talk about. But what a bust dart does is, like, picture a flat t-shirt like you own okay and it lays flat when you lay it on a table right but if you were to cut a wedge out of it you know near the bust and then put that wedge together it would then stand up you'd make a little you make make a a cone cone for for a um, point for a breast to fit in um and then of course location of that is is important um and i think people don't always understand like you said that dart can be turned into a princess scene. Absolutely. The, the bus dart along with the and, waist dart. And those, those videos will be coming. Yep. I will show you how to do that. It's it's really an easy, fun thing to do. Now, I will say that you're like, you got to do this to fit. And that we just launched the Easy Tea class that has is, no dart. Yeah, it's, a, well, it's what I call a pancake pattern. Well, you know? and we have explained to people it is a semi-fitted yep. pattern. Mm-hmm. Semi-fitted, which means it really fits pretty well sort of at the bust line. Right. um, And sort of hangs. And then it may widen at the hips, but it's not going to go and nip at the waist big time. There'll be a slight curve there. That's why I recommended uh, to make it out of a certain type of fabric. And people seem to 
okay, just lots of things have happened at the shop lately where people seem to not want to read the pattern instructions or listen to fabric recommendations. Right. Okay, they're there for a reason. I'll get off that right. soapbox. Anyway, going well, that, moving moving on. Right, on right. Uh, we'll talk about that in another podcast. I but. think <laughs> this is another reason when people talk about altering patterns. How do I alter the pattern? Oh, my bust is this or, or, or whatever. Or I'm bigger in the bust, small. Is there a bust adjustment? Um, there's a lot. Bust adjustment. You know, what do they call that? What's the FBA? The FBA. Okay, the full bust adjustment. There's a diff. you know... I don't know what's out there that much. I haven't looked at it a lot much. But just because you have a big bust doesn't mean you have an out-of-proportion bust either. There is a difference. Right. Um, Doesn't mean you won't need what they call a full bust adjustment. But um, like I said, darts, they should not... They should, you know, they should not be below the, the it's all about the, where the point ends. They aren't. It's, they, it can be above the, the um, breast. It can be on the side of the breast. It can be under the breast, to the side and under the breast. But that peak, the peak should, should be at your peak. Right. Now, the dart doesn't come all the way to your peak. It's about an inch back. So this, I think, brings up a point. I think maybe I can sort of like kind of bring this full circle okay so we talk about how it should fit right what it should look like the fitting the bust isn't just about the size of the bust right it's about the location it's of the, your curves of your breast yes. of your apex and i i have and the difference between the the diameter of your body and that Full bust measurement. Right. So I have a friend who, like, where her nipple is located when she's wearing a bra is, like, it's super low. Uh She has, like, a long sternum. A long, right. You know? It doesn't mean she has a long boob, although she might feel like that. She doesn't, you know, she's like like a young woman with perky breasts. I'm not talking about somebody who's, like. And even though I have long breasts, I bring them up. You pull them up. Right. I can put them wherever I want, and I, I try to keep them in what I consider the appropriate place. Right. So she she's got this long sternum, okay? Right. So her adjustment for the pattern, right. it might not really have anything to do with like changing the actual size of That's the right. bust or anything like that, but she actually needs a longer distance right. between like her shoulder and where the nipple, where the apex is right. in the pattern. And in like ready to wear, yeah. what would ha- what happens to me is the shoulder that shoulder will be too long because I'm trying to accommodate my bust size, mm-hmm. and I'll wind up with too much fabric in the shoulder. This happens on a lot of clothing. It's a it's a big alteration that people don't know about. Somebody will walk in with me with a, a um, ready to wear dress, and they go, "Look, it needs to be put, you know, taken in on the sides." And I will go over and I will pinch the shoulders up and bring it up probably an inch, two inches, and it fits perfect. And they go, oh. Yeah, it's a, it's a length right, issue. Right, and, 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 you know, I know because that curve or wherever that dress is allowed for the peak mm-hmm. to be sitting, it's not in the right place. I posted a photo on Instagram, and then I didn't follow up. This is a long time ago about moving a bus dart up on a pattern. And I guess mm-hmm. when I say that, let me clarify, I really mean shortening I really meant pinching up the the shoulder seam, just like you mentioned. Okay. Well, sometimes you pinch up the shoulder seam. Sometimes you move the dart up. Sure. You have to know your problem. So, like, 
I, let's not call it a problem. You got to know your body or your shape. That's, yeah. Right. So when I when I made this shirt, um, I was kind of like making a little sample of it. Right. But I, you know, I tried it on, of course, before I got the collar on. Right. You know, and right. then I pinched up the shoulder seam. Yep. I think it was an inch. So uh-huh. really, you know, a total of two inches. Right. right. And then I recut and recut the neckline to be exactly the same as it was before. Right. So everything was all good. I had really just shortened that. It um it made the arm side fit me nicely too. Right. So everything was well, everything was okay there. But I posted a picture of like the before and after, and people were like, "Oh yeah, I have this problem on the shirts that I buy. Tell me how to fix it." And I was like, "Oh no," <laughs> uh, I, like because I mean, right. how to fix that on a collared shirt? Is you take the collar off? Oh no, and no, <laughs> right. I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess you know you're talking about the easy tea and how it's this pancake. Sure. Uh-huh. Well. It is a pancake, but it is a di- is a dimension a pancake, pancake. that's fitted <laughs> to your dimensions. Yeah. Right, there will be shoulder to bust measurements. You will know where your arm's eye is supposed to hit. This is a very basic pattern drafting. Okay, yeah, and that is that's... this is a starter pattern on drafting. Then we're going to get to you know the set in sleeve and the dart and. Um, we have a full bust adjustment that we use on knits. Right. Um, you the, know, I think the biggest revelation for people, hopefully, when they take the EZT class, right. is the width of their necklines right. and the height of where the fullness right. of the bust well, is. Well, and your waist, totally too, right. because you yeah. take a measurement you're of right. your waist. And right. Now, some people have a waist that goes in. And some people have an equator, mm-hmm. which I say just goes around them. Right. You know, and it's where you bend to the side like I'm a little teapot. That's where your natural waist is. Right. But not all people go in at the waist. Right. You know, a lot of us are very straight. Um, well, or I don't go out at the hips. Yeah, I don't go. You know. I don't go in at the waist very much either. No, you don't. And yeah. I. Uh, Mallory's a cylinder. Yeah, I'm, I'm like a cylinder even <laughs> I mean, it's just like how my body's, you know, right, distributed. Right. And, um, the, you know, your measurements almost are, the, you know, the numbers you put down are arbitrary. You're just going to draw what works for you. And that's the thing about these darts. Right. If you can, when mom talks about darts and curved seams and everything, you need to know where they need to line up when you go to make alterations. Right. Um, so when w- bus darts and the waist darts yes they all sort of point to the apex they do no matter where they're located you can move the darts around and if you've ever seen a dart in a dress where it goes up to the breast and way down towards the hip that's like an all-inclusive combined yeah yeah well have you ever seen i mean i know you have and and those (laughs) things fit differently you know i mean when somebody says well i want this to be fitted Okay, do you want every curve fitted? Do you want the, you know, I look bad if something just hangs from my chest mm-hmm. because I look huge on the bottom. I look like sort of like a Humpty Dumpty because I'm bigger at the top and I have really big shoulders mm-hmm. too. So, in you know, if I want to play up that my waist is not as big as my boobs, Sometimes I have to make an alteration that takes it in, takes some of the fabric out. Now, you told people to get a rayon chalet type fabric mm-hmm. because it 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 drapes. Yeah. So if I have that fabric, I don't have to take it in as much. Or I can have a more loose-fitting fabric. Or 
And some of these yeah. design details and darts, they work right. better in other fabrics, right. in some fabrics than others. They you do. Know? They do. Uh, the the um, placement of other darts on the pattern, I just think you, like, there can be darts in the back that are up at the shoulder um, area. Uh, there can be bust darts that actually go from the neckline, like, That's right. outward. Toward yep. the toward the apex, toward like toward toward where your nipples and are. And all of these darts, I don't want to scare anybody, <laughs> but they can all be transferred to someplace else. So if I have a side dart in my dress and it fits perfectly, I you know, and I've got that that's my sloper that I made and everything, I can take that and with the waist dart and the bust dart, and I can transfer that into a princess seam and have no darts. I just have that princess seam. I think people don't always understand I, uh, why things fit and look the way they do. Right. If you picture, you know, your waist darts being two darts that go directly, they you know, they line up directly right. below the apex. And then if you move that bust dart to basically be at the sh center of your shoulder mm -hmm. and go down, right. you can create this, like, color-blocked look right. where your dress is Where your princess three. seam would be or it's, whatever. Yeah, but right. your princess seam looks, or, you know, your seam looks more vertical, right? Like, right. they come, cuts you, cuts you in half, okay? Uh, and yeah. um, I think people think that they can just, like, cut a t-shirt into three color blocked pieces and like all of a sudden that makes the look but the look always isn't it's not Doesn't the seam isn't the way. seam isn't just straight all the right, time guys right. it's curved right then you sew it together and then it fits over the body and it looks straight it looks once straight. it's put together but it's well, not and a princess seam can go up to the shoulder or it can come into the arm size mm -hmm. um you know both ways I don't want to confuse anybody here. I don't want you to think too hard. I don't want you to think we're giving you answers in this podcast. I want to make you think. Yep. I want you to think about that it's a shape. Um, and then it relates to fabric. Noah's vest was in a muslin-type fabric. Not forgiving at all. Right. Now, like I said, I didn't want to, like confused i need to spend like a week with him he's i mean he's he's very prolific in what he does and very yeah prolific is the right word right and he's not afraid right he just yeah, goes, goes for it. it but you know another thing you can do with there's several things you can do with a garment especially like a vest you can have a knit back and a woven front right you know um or even like a, a woven like knit or excuse me forget okay. <laughs> that was a a good one. yeah nice <laughs> like a woven wool right. fabric will like lay so much more things nicely, lay a like things know? lay a different way and you know he kept talking people kept talking about the arms eye yeah and there was nothing wrong with the size of the arms eye if you're in a vest the arms eye has to be big it you don't want it to come up high. You've got another shirt under it. Right. It will come lower than it does, say, on a sleeveless shirt. Right. And that's another thing. Sleeveless shirt or a sleeveless top versus a top with a set-in seam. That is a different set size. What I say? Seam. Oh, sorry. Set-in sleeve. That's a different size hole. Yep. yep. So, you know, all these things come into play. And... I mean, you'll get there if, if if you take your time and you study and, you know, you'll be able to. But it, I guess what I'm trying to say is this is nothing that just comes overnight either. 
any like anything else. Yeah, I feel like we've maybe created more questions right. than answers in this episode. I'm, I just imagine someone's iTunes review. But I, th- I think the big takeaway from this is, th- this is what I think the big takeaway right. is. You make your muslin and you start pinching right. and pinning. Right. In, okay, and here's another thing. If you're, if you're new at this, mm-hmm. if you're a beginner, pinch one place. Take it in. One at a time. Put it back on. <laughs> Pinch again. Stay naked so you don't have to keep taking all your clothes off. It's, it, but, yep. but, you know, that was another thing that we were talking about with Noah and people were going, do this, do this. And I'm like, do one thing at a time. Right. One thing at a time. Um, now, if I was there, I, how many garments do you think I fitted on people? Yeah. Oh. Five million. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could probably and go, this is what you need. Right. You know, and it'd be over with. Um, He either needs a back seam. You know, he does need something maybe done with the back of that pattern. I don't know. He may just need some length taken out of it. Right. See, I'm not not there. I can't tell. But, uh, and I, you know, we've been known to do a fitting um, I've been done fitting on a Skype before, which I just hate because I'm telling somebody else what to do. You know, I've also done things like sent somebody a muslin, you know, and had them draw where there, their boobs were. There goes were. our, there goes our uh, charging um, $40 an hour for Skype fittings, Mom. No. <laughs> no, it's $75 an hour for a Skype fitting. Um, well, I think that I, I think that people need to be aware that darts and seams and Especially, I think the dart, maybe it's more, uh, it's it's more evident that that's going to take up the fabric right. and make it a different shape. But if someone's doing something with princess seams, they need to understand. And you know another you know. thing, though? I think one of the reasons we don't know about this or we don't realize what's going on is I think a lot of us are wearing ill-fitting clothes. Because, yeah. you know, you do get ready to wear and you're just trying to get, I mean, I have never, ever in my life but a ready-to-wear button-up shirt that fits. Yeah. And you know, it's too tight in the bust. They they aren't out there. They don't exist for my body. I just think of, like, maybe, like, 10 to 20 people who I can think of in the store who've taken certain classes from us, and they're like, oh, oh, the sleeve, is it quite right? Is it da-da-da-da? And they get really, like, hung up on where these things are in the garment they're making. Right. And they walk in the store every single day with a sleeve that is set in, and it's on their bicep. Right. You right, know, and I'm right. like... Okay. And I don't say anything, but right. I'm just like, we need to, I'm not saying don't strive for perfection, right. but I am saying, you know, you, just be aware that like you're ready to wear isn't at that right. place of perfection. Right. So when you go to make it yourself, maybe the first time it's not absolutely perfect. Yeah, don't be you know? so hard on yourself yeah, don't, either. Don't right. be so right. hard on yourself. You know, right. like I don't want to tell people. You, you oh, want to know something? The bad. first dress I ever made, yeah. it was too long from the apex to the shoulder. Uh-huh. Because I didn't, you know, here I am like, you know, 13 years old trying to teach myself to sew. And I bought the pattern that fit my bust, which was huge every place else on me. Well, of course, it was huge when it came to the length, you know, between my apex and my shoulder. Right. And I didn't, but I remember wearing it and going, what's wrong with this? What's wrong with this? Because the neck sort of like swam around yeah, my it, neck, it you know, and I kept, I kept thinking, what's wrong? And it took me to like two or three dresses later. And I thought, there's too much fabric up here, mm-hmm. you know, and I did start with some ridiculous size pattern, which, you know, now I would start with a smaller pattern and I would you know, 
accommodate for my chest. Right. But I did, you know, in those days I was told, buy for the biggest measurement. That's what we were and told. I think some people are still told that. Right, okay. right. Well, uh, hope we've stirred around your... I'm sure we've totally cur- Curiosities a little bit with this one. But uh, just just start start thinking about how your flat patterns go into 3D, right? Right. Or even ready to wear it when you put it on. Why is that dart there? Right, right. Or is it not... Maybe it shouldn't be there. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you so much for listening. We're on Instagram as at ZD Sewing Studio, and you can get a hold of us at uh, by emailing Mallory at SewHere.com. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh,